You're listening to the Pepper and Me podcast around the dinner table with Cherie, Cam and Lorne, where we chat all things food and business. Alright, welcome to Around the Dinner Table with Pepper and Me. My name is Lorne. My name's Cam. And today we have a very um, special guest on our show. Um, this person has probably got like the most internal self-reflection that I've ever seen because at a very early age she learned that uh, no one would like her for her personality, so she turned to cooking instead. It's Sheree Metcalf. Hey, good to have you on the show. <laughs> Another great intro from you, Lord. I thought you were going to say no one would like me for my personality, so that's why I made sure I always look so good. Oh, <laughs> only that was true. I was like, where are we going with this? (laughs) No, no no one can say no to good food. No, that's true actually. It's worked. Yep. I've got lots of friends. (laughs) And you feed them lots. I feed them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not like you with your broil king. (laughs) Got no one to cook for. Cook lots of food for myself. All all the tools. (laughs) All the tools. All the gear and no idea. (laughs) Uh, There we go. Don't worry, Matt. I'm I'm on the lonely island with you as well. That's yeah, it's okay. All right. Um, what what's been on your plate this week, Tree? Um, so I I actually really had to think about this because I feel like I didn't really eat, haven't eaten much in the last week. But I've been having. Stressed. I don't know. I've just made, yeah. I've just been all over the place. But I've been having every morning two e- fried eggs, fried in Szechuan oh, yeah. on toast, and I've gone off like I'm usually always scrambled egg, right? Like I'm scrambled egg for life. And then I just kind of moved to poached, and this week I've just been completely consumed by fried eggs. Interesting. Which is really yeah. random for me. So I'm just rolling with it. I've been making pepper fried eggs and kip fried eggs. It takes less time to make fried egg on toast than it does like scrambled like, or yeah, yeah, like anything. Or it's so yeah. easy. We've been having it for breakfast every morning, and I'm quite enjoying it with the sesh oil. It is like my f- new favorite obsession. So that's been on my plate this week. Nice. And then my other notable thing, I went to Two Mile Bay. On the weekend, which right. is the sailing club in Lake Taupo. And it's the most beautiful bar on the waterfront. And the kids can go and play in the lake. And it's just amazing. Like, the best setup. I think it's one of the most beautiful places in New Zealand to sit and have a drink. But they don't do any other food apart from pizza. Right. So wood fire pizza, they don't do. F- they don't even do fries. Right. And this is really controversial. Like, why would you not do a bowl of fries? You have, like play equipment for the kids in the water, you have made it dog friendly, like give people a bowl of fries, you're going to make so much money, it costs you like 50 cents to make it and you sell it for $10. So you can only buy a pizza and the pizzas sit around $30 and I think that's outrageous. <laughs> but they've obviously got it on lock because they don't do anything else. I so know, you have to buy a pizza. Lock. I know, you have to buy a pizza and they're small and they don't have like, they're nice, they're yum, but they're not like a really good pizza. It's like right. a basic shaved ham tin pineapple kind of situation on a it's small so they're just like just getting you drinking and making you buy food yeah does it work some you buy some pizza you have to because you want to sit there all day you you know you you definitely want to park up and sit there for four or five hours so yeah absolutely works so so what's the problem (laughs) (laughs) well i just think it's a topic worth discussing i always discuss it with multiple people yeah because i'm just like come on guys is it the classic like um, we we need to serve we want to just serve alcohol we need to serve some kind of food some but it's food. not like wood fired pizza simple you're lighting them in wood you have to tend to the fire all day Do you reckon it's like a, a reader situation where the, the food's done by someone else no I don't think so 
No, because they've got you can see the wood fire at the front. Yeah, right. yeah. No, but like like some other guy comes in and oh, does right. it. So like the two mile bay only does the bar, right. and some other guys like I'll serve food for you, and I'll just take Who the knows? food cart. They do have like an ice cream cart out the front, which may be a situation like that. But I think I just think they should do a bowl of fries, and uh, and that's. <laughs> I might is that because your is that yeah, your kids yeah, don't yeah, eat yeah. pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to because I was starving. Otherwise, you should have seen Kit absolutely kicked off um, because they didn't have Bundaberg ginger beer. They only oh had goodness. Phoenix ginger beer, and so he went and sat on the steps. Smart kid. And oh boy, oh boy, did he kick off! Like he was stomping around, <laughs> like furious, like. And then so I went and got him a Coke Zero because it was just one of those moments when I wasn't going to have a battle with him. I, got him, I went and got him a Coke Zero, and he drank that, and then he drank the ginger beer, and then he was out the gate. He was so hyped was up, <laughs> <laughs> dancing yep. around yep. to him. Yeah. Yep. In, in his defence, though, there is a massive difference between those two ginger beers. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bundaberg all day. I'd probably oh. kick off as well if somebody bought me a Phoenix. So okay, yes. well, I'm going to start a petition to Tumar Bay. They need to have French fries and bring and back bring back the Bundaberg ginger beer because I've been promising him it all day. <laughs> he wanted to go to the AC bars and I didn't want to go to the AC bars. I wanted to go to Tumar Bay. So I said, well, hey, I'll get you a ginger beer at the pub. And that's his favourite thing, so... Nice. That didn't go <laughs> didn't go well. An acquired taste. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good from him. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, um I I had a discovery just yesterday actually. Um went to go get the normal light spiral pastas pasta for a pesto pasta and found that everywhere was out of stock. Well, pack and save was out of stock of the normal stuff. And so there was this fancy looking stuff called Balducci number fifty five. And I swear it is the same pasta that they use in those little, like, um, Alfredo packets. And it just took me back ah. to, like, being a teenager, having Alfredo after school every day. What was it called? The snack? A snack? Yeah, just those, like, single-serve yeah, Alfredos you that you put, put it, and you just put in the microwave. milk and water and a teaspoon of margarine. And you just put it in the microwave. You microwave. Yeah. add butter, though, as a little secret yes. top-up. Yeah. 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 Well, you so, see those all the time. All the time. I'm just trying to remember what it was called. It was called something snack. Bake. Just like a just like a pasta snack, snack or something. Yeah, it was, it was probably. a pasta snack. And it was yeah. Alfredo. It was just Alfredo. I'm pretty sure we only ever got Alfredo. But the, the little spiral pastas were like just exactly the same shape. And it's so weird to explain the difference between one spiral pasta and another spiral pasta. Anyway, go out. Balducci number 55. They look fancy in a green packet. Go yeah. cook someone. Go cook some. And tell me if it takes you back to those Does it take you back? Honestly, was it good? It was good. Was it real yeah. nice? I can imagine it would be nice. Just It's got a nice mouthfeel, those little pastas. They do. Yeah. And they kind of like, some of them fall apart because they're like, yeah, anyway, I that's I want a pasta snack now. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Alfredo or Alfredo? Oh, Alfredo. Totally Alfredo. It's Mexican Frito Frog, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Frito Frog pasta. I do. Al. <laughs> Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good little character, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the Fredo Frog. Yeah. Pasta. <laughs> How good's that? This is really interesting because I had a discussion. I also went to Lone Star for dinner on Friday night. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I know. Whoa. So I wasn't going to mention it because I wouldn't usually tell anyone that. <laughs> but it was my uncle's 70th birthday, and like, you know, you're not going to. I'm not going to kick off about it, am I? Like, well, oh, I did. Like I did. <laughs> <laughs> did you order a Bundaberg? <laughs> so we had a set menu, and. We all kind of had the same discussion about, you know, like, has the food at Lone Star gone drastically downhill 
or have our standards of food risen drastically Ooh, high? Like and it's the same kind of thing with a pasta snack. Like if yep. we had a pasta snack now, we'd be horrified. I'm quite oh. sure. Even though the thought in my head right now is like, ooh. Delicious. I think we would be like, oh, wow, that's disturbing. That my body would that. reject it. Yeah. So Lone Star. Because like we used to go there for family occasions often to Lone Star. I have a good memory about Lone Star, actually. Yeah, I do. I yeah. never disliked it. It was always massive portions. Like They're known for a massive portion. And... You get you like a whole to, sack of potatoes I on guess, the bottom of any dish. Yeah, yeah I guess massive. you used to love it, and now it just breaks my heart to see every single person's plate being returned half full to the kitchen. Like quantity, uh, quality versus quantity right. on that. You know, you used to be like, wow, look at this massive dish, how good. And now I'm like, what an absolute waste of food. And I don't like it, yeah. Everyone, everyone that I talk to that still goes there just for the ribs. Yeah, well, I should have got the ribs. That would have been the smart thing to do. I just couldn't be bothered with the admin. But the last two times I've had the ribs, they were still cold in the middle because they obviously like pre them and then deep fried them. Chucked them in the deep fryer. And they were still cold. So I had mm. the vegetarian burrito. I didn't realize it was vegetarian. And then I got it and everyone looked at me and I looked real disappointed. But it was because it was, I was like, oh, like, I quite like chicken and beans and salsa and sour cream. and Yeah. But it was pretty bad. But Maybe you know. your standards are just high. Yeah, but then like mum got the Johnny Cash dash and that's the classic chicken yeah, um, yeah, with yeah. the spinach, sundae, tomato, mushroom kind of sauce. And I think it's crumbed. Yeah, yeah. And it was all right. Yeah, it, you know, that was probably a more sensible thing to order. But yeah, interesting experience. I was really like, wow. Yep. Do you know what the other thing was? Notable, uh, the service was horrific. Oh. And that actually kills a di- any dining experience. Like they just did not care about anything so so was this a full seated 70th was it yeah yeah it was a dinner um yeah you need to pick your game up for that eh? well do you or is that what you get when you go to the lone star and my expectations are too high should we go to cob and co and compare yeah (laughs) (laughs) we've talked about how much we love a um a buffet yeah (laughs) i know actually i actually um i've got memories of valentine's with my auntie to stop me sucking my thumb when i was like (laughs) Eight, I think it was. Um, bride you and say we can yeah, go to Valentine's. She was like, we'll go to Valentine's and she stopped, wow. stopped, stopped instantly. Yeah, nice, nice. People listened to the podcast yesterday because I played it back um, when we, before we posted it, and she heard me talking about cancelling buffets. Oh, they were not oh. happy. They were not happy. <laughs> she kicked off. Yeah, she kicked off. She kicked right off. Yeah. And she then she imitated me and she's like, "This is what you sound like." Blah blah blah. I hate buffets. <laughs> Sassy one. <laughs> oh, so yeah, good review from Pifar on that. Good, good. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, last week I, uh, we went out for dinner for Shri's birthday. Went to Lantern. Oh yeah, which I think the food there is phenomenal. Mm. I really rate the yep. food there. Stand out to me is the cured tuna. I really love it. Eh? Yep. Some um, well, fresh tuna with coriander. Um, there's fish row and what's the um, real nice it's on a bit of, I like pineapple in it it's on a bit of rice yeah um, and they serve it with a crisp apple. tortilla apple that's it coconut and, there co- you coconut got, and yeah. apple uh, and they've got like that real basic sauce I can never say the name it's like a nanjim nanjim yeah. yeah so that's a mix of sugar lime juice chili and fish sauce oh, yeah. and it's a balance of those so four nice. things it's really simple but you have to do it by taste because you're basically balancing the, the sweet and the, the acidity salt, the, the spice and the salt from the fish sauce mm. so it's quite like i think it's not yeah nanjim yeah 
Well, they're they're doing it right. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 actually such a nice dish. It's actually a standout dish. That and their um, prawn toast. Yeah, the prawn toast is really uh, good. Two eh? of the best dishes in town for sure. Because they put that on what a turmeric sourdough as well, eh? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so yum. It's pretty phenomenal. That dish is really left field. That um, prawn toast. Like it's got like a cheesy sauce on it, which is so rogue. Yeah, right. And then a sriracha on top, but it just works. It is just one of those things that just works. Because this traditional prawn toast, like you make like a batter and then you crumb it in like almost cornflake. No, you basically blend the prawns yeah. into a paste and then you spread that on the on toast. white bread right, and yeah. then you fry it. Oh, sesame uh, seeds okay, yeah. and then you fry it. Yeah. Like oh, okay, because I've seen like recipes where they'll use some kind of like not a crumb but like a cornflake. Like so they, they weren't rice. using yeah. cruskets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, no, and yeah, so I highly recommend lantern. Eh? Like it's actually phenomenal. Talking about crumbing chicken, this kind of moves straight on to my the food trend that I saw going around on TikTok. Um, uh, they, I saw it up on TikTok, and it's you get a packet of meagering noodles, right? You pour out all of the sauce of the meagering noodles. Yeah. You put your chicken breast all through it so it like coats it, and then you crunch up all of the noodles and you like crumb it with the noodles, and then you like shallow fry it, and so you end up with like a meagering noodle crusted chicken breast, and that was also one of those things that I was like, I, I almost want to try that. Yeah, that'd be worth a try. That's interesting. Um. Why not? But yeah, that, that's my food trend of the week. I don't know if we just want to like segue nicely into that or not. Or <laughs> yeah, very yeah, smooth transition. Um, uh, the least planned podcast yet, and we're running real nicely. Um, do you know David Chang? He he's one of my favourite chefs. He's a New York chef. He's actually he's he he, uh, he he's good at. <laughs> yeah, he's funny man. He's completely wild. Like yeah. he's out the gate. Ugly Delicious. That's his Ugly Delicious yeah, yeah. is him, yeah. But he's got a couple of books out and he's started and shut down many restaurants from like ultimate fine dining, thirteen seat restaurants to his like noodle bar. Right. Um, which everyone goes to the noodle bars and stuff like that. And then he's done like Momofuku Sam, which is kinda like wraps, but they do it. It's like Asian style like it would be like uh Peter Pit, but like yeah, yeah, Asian yeah. style wraps. Um he's Korean and he trained in Japan. Uh, but he basically started selling chili oil and packet ramen. Right. So he's now targeting like yep. supermarkets with yep. this stuff. Yep. And he's doing videos with his packet ramen yep. on Instagram. Yep. So very interesting that that ties yeah, into that trend because I think that packet ramen could very much, yeah. Well, if we're going into a recession, everyone's looking for budget ideas for stuff. On so the packet ramen, yeah. I guess there's nothing wrong me, with it. Packet I ramen. Like, I hope they could bring in some, like, uh, this pretty... And like someone, there's a lot of rubbish with ramen, you know, like uh, right, all the plastic sauces. Mm, and yeah, that that Cam's thinking about the environment. Yeah, you know, like if we can think about that as well. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be a cool way to do it. Nice. Yeah, interesting. I guess when I think of a packet noodle, I think of a two-minute noodle and I instantly put that thought in the bin. Um, but there's actually, there's nothing wrong with a, ra- a dried ramen noodle. There's no. just, yeah, if you put a poached egg and some well, bok choy on it, you're... Um, take the flavours out of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, like a lot of people I see on like cooking, yeah, just even quick reels. Like a lot of people will just use the dried noodles yep. as yeah. like noodles, you know. Yeah. Fair enough. So fish noodles. What? That wasn't my trend, but what was your um, trend? My trend was butter candles. Have you seen? Oh <laughs> no! No, really. Well, are we cancelling this? Yes, absolutely. Okay, it's horrific. Good. I just kind of saw oh, that. What is it? So that you basically make a candle out of butter. 
and then melt it. And then you light the candle and it melts the butter and then you just dip your bread into it as it's going around. This is horrific. I know. It is. It's actually horrific. And I I saw it. I thought, no one's going to do that. Like, that's just not even worth mentioning. (laughs) And then I... (laughs) No, we had dinner with my cousin on Friday and she's like, I made the butter candle. I was like, oh! Oh, yeah, so Jess made it. She said it was horrific, just to confirm. Yeah, do not... Do the butter candle. So funny. Um, that is the worst trend I've ever seen in my life. Cold. Yeah. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, my trend is, uh, Alaric should put me on the list because she knows I love pancakes, is making pancake mixture and putting it in ice cubes and freezing freezer. it. Yeah. What? And then you pop them out and cook no them. No way. Yeah. 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 Yes, you'd like that, Lauren. But, and so then you just chuck a cube onto uh, the thing. Yeah. yeah, on a low heat, like a very low and heat. It just slowly, slowly melts down, down and cooks. cooks. And, and you can put like berries or chocolate on your mm. on top of the ice cubes. Perfect proportion. Yeah. So I've got big ice cube three. things as well, so you could do like decent size. Oh, all right. Yeah, chunky like boys. Little mini, mini ones, yeah. Yeah, that's what they, uh, they're in like those six square ice cubes. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. That's new. Might have to try that. Yeah, I th- yeah, I thought it was a good idea actually. It probably is because you can just make a massive batch and then pop three out. Yep. Re- reality is they probably don't. They'll probably stick to the whole bloody thing anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, follower of the week or follow of the week. What do we got on here? Who who should we be looking out for? I've got a good one. I reckon. Yep. <laughs> Uncle Roger. Oh <laughs> yes, <laughs> talking about meagering noodles and ramen. Oh my god, that guy's hilarious. Yeah, he's good, great, eh? Oh no, what does he say? He's like going through it. Oh no, not the rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he wrote like reviews, other people's cooking. The, the, yeah, like Gordon Ramsay doing yeah. fried rice and stuff. Yeah, and I'm yeah. The best one's when Jamie Oliver pours like he's like a cup of rice into um, the rice cooker, and Uncle Roger's like, um, he's like, one cup for four people, <laughs> <laughs> seven grains each. <laughs> it's so funny, man. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's onto it. And he loves the MSG. Yep. He loves it. Yeah. 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 He's entertaining, actually. Nice. Nice. Um, when I was at Fatboy Slim concert, I met this guy. We were drinking with my friend Jesse, and we met this guy, and Jesse's like, oh, wait till you meet Daddy. And I was like, who's Daddy? What? <laughs> 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 then I met Daddy. And, um... <laughs> who's, who's Daddy? <laughs> no, don't ask. Don't ask him. So it's not food related at all, uh, but Samson Guards, S-A-M-S-O-N-G-A-R-D, Zed, if you'd enjoy a nice little, he sings. He sings on TikTok. Oh, okay. Sometimes has his shirt off, and you can call him Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out <laughs> again to the pulling corner. Right? Told you, yeah. told you it was a slow news week. Um, also David Chang, if you want some food content. <laughs> David Chang, and all of David Chang's restaurants are always good. David Chang, you know what? The best thing about him is he's so unpretentious. Like. He doesn't care about rules. He doesn't care about cooking right. food in the microwave. He doesn't care about what any other chef would say not to do. Right. He's like, if it tastes good, I'm going to do it. He kind of breaks down barriers, which is always an interesting watch because I'll watch it and I'll be like, oh, don't do that. But, then it works. you know, each to their own. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why yeah. not? Whatever. Nice. Good follow. He's a good follow. Awesome. Um, I've, got a, I've got one here. It's probably not super – well, no, nah, he, is, he is food related. It's the controversial – Kiwi. Oh yes. He he's on TikTok. He's probably on Instagram and all of those other things as well. Um, 
but whenever I, he, he's one of those ones that I watch his whole videos as well. I come and, you know, come across his videos and they're always really interesting. Um, he started off, I guess, by doing what, like, uh, price reviews of, like, supermarkets and stuff. Do you remember that, Shree? Because he, he started this page back in lockdown. Mm, and so yeah. he was really, like, budget-friendly, being like, you know, what can you get for 20 bucks? Can you feed a, you know, a family of six for $10 and all of that sort of stuff? A um, little bit controversial with some stuff, um, but a really good follow. Yeah, he's actually a really good follow. Yeah, always interesting content on there. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Cool. That's our... I'll check them out. I've never it's heard there. Yeah. I just I didn't really we didn't have a subject to talk about today, but I uh, just asked on Instagram if there was any questions you wanted to come through. Um, and there's actually three people who've asked the same question, which is an interesting mm. one. Uh, do you have any say over your supplier prices for Pepper and Me products? Oh. Isn't that an interesting discussion point? It is. Okay, so we have firstly no uh, say over what people charge for Pepper and Me. You're not allowed to price fix. That's illegal. So we can give our retailers a suggested recommended, yeah. recommended retail price. It is then up to them to determine what margin they need to get from our products um, to pay all of their bills. And this has been a really interesting one from the get-go when we started selling because we're making a product and selling it um, and then we're now wholesaling it to them. But they want to be able to make as much money off it as they can. So it makes sense for them to put it up a couple of dollars if they want to. But um, certainly people take it and put it through the roof. Mm. And then we get the feedback, not the shop. So we'll get a complaints a lot of the time. Like, how can they sell it for yeah. that? Why are they charging that? And it looks bad for us, but it's really nothing to do with us. It's just what they pick, you know. Yeah. And, you, and you have some some places um, that are more highly sort of governed will will have a number that they have to meet. So they have to make a forty percent margin. So it doesn't matter what your retail price is; they'll just take whatever the buy-in price and make sure it's, you know, they're making enough margin. And then you might get the little boutique stores that are actually happy to sell some of the lower margin products because they know the brand and they know us and they know that um, selling them in line with our prices is better for the whole sort of. Yeah. Brand and experience for the yeah. customer. Yeah, isn't it interesting though? Because I often wonder what people. Because I've had to learn all this as we've gone along. It's certainly not something I would have known anything about pre having a business. Mm. Uh, but soups. I always thought that supermarkets would want the most margin, and yep. in general they don't. They only need a ten to fifteen percent margin on products uh, because they're selling so much, so much. volume. So every trolley of groceries that you put through, they might be making 15% out of that trolley. Whereas, say, Faro, for example, wants 40%. Yeah, because they're selling lower lower cart value kind of things. Yeah, yeah um, which is really interesting. little comparison, and then people, are, people will yeah. be anywhere in between there. Some people won't touch anything unless it's 50%. They, they can make 50% on it. But... Yeah. Interesting question though. It is an interesting cool question feedback. and it goes it goes really back and forward with suppliers as to um, we are here to try and help them make money and they're there, I guess, to try and help us make money. Yeah. So it's an interesting relationship that we've been sort of stumbling through recently and one problem that we've been having quite a lot lately <laughs> is um, our stockists who, well, we're, you know, we're trying to grow. So we have new stockists come to us daily and we'll say, yep, you give them the range and then other stockists down the road saying, hey, that's not, that's not that's cool. That's not my cool. This is my, you know, I'm not going to mm. sell it now I'm, and being upset about it. And then we're really in a bit of a conundrum about that because we want to support our lo loyal stockists 
like all yeah. the time and give them whatever they need. But then need. how are we supposed to grow if we have to turn people away to support other people? That's exactly right. Um, and it's just, it's growth. It's simply growth. It's brand brand exposure. A lot of people who might go to the supermarkets are often not going to pop into the gift store at stores, the same yeah. time. Yep. So for us, it's about balancing and making sure we've covered enough ground while also still trying to be aware of that. Yeah. Interesting chat and, and cool cool mm. question, though. Mm, it is a good question. Shall I see if there's any other ones? Um, biggest? Oh, do you still own Cain and Abel? Yes, we do. <laughs> we just we just <laughs> don't have time <laughs> to do anything with Busy. it. <laughs> Coming very soon, though. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, we, um, yeah. I'm, already, I'm actually talking to them. Oh, talking to our supplier about some new knives. Haven't even told you. Yeah, we we love Cane and Abel. We think it's a great business. I absolutely love it. Um, it's just literally the time to put. We've well, Campbell set up that the marketing. So everything we do for Cane Abel is quite polished and precise. So <laughs> it's a lot harder for anyone to just chuck a post up yeah. or like jump on stories or yes, yeah, because um, it's so pristine. It's such a pristine brand. But yep, Cane and Abel is us. Let's see what. Uh, what colour Crocs do you want? <laughs> oh, I'd love a pair of Crocs. Are you da- yeah. are you on um, the Croc um, train? I will happily get some. Really? Yeah. You're Look, on the Croc size, train. I'm, I'm US 11 if someone's sending us some. So when I, um, <laughs> I'm on the, those rubber burp. I'm one of those oh. guys. But when growing up, I had a PRA. Yep. And I got ripped to shreds um, by a few friends when I was younger because talking, I wore Crocs talk. on the lifestyle block. It nice. Was, um, I was about to say, talking about shoe chat just this weekend, I felt like a real grown-up because I went and brought my first pair of gumboots. Did you? Yeah, oh, like, whoa. I now own gumboots. Do you? Red bands? Or? Yep, red bands. Oh. Oh. Did you get Abel some? No. Oh, we got we got him some new ones, some new Cry Wolf ones to match every other kid at Kindy. <laughs> is that a pretty popular brand, is it? <laughs> yeah, and the, is it Cry Wolf the same, um, the sandals as well? Maybe we should. got at the moment. Maybe we should just start a new shoe trend. We could. Yeah. Should we just start wearing gumboots? I just want the. We just need to get Croc gibbets with um with like Shuperumi Shuperumi logo on them or something. That'd be pretty. It'd actually be pretty cool. All right. Okay. If you were forced to eat McDonald's or KFC, what would your order be? Uh, I'm McDonald's and I get the um the Tex Texas um barbecue something or a double quarter pounder. <laughs> Little notes. Yep, McDonald's inside out. Yep. <laughs> KFC. I'm Wicked Wings and and a Zinger Burger. <laughs> What's Not a wi- the normal chicken. What's a wicked wing? Has it got bone in it? Yep. But it's the little, um, what would you call it? The little... Small one. Yep. And they're spicy. Okay. Less admin than the like big chunks. So what do you, was it like forever or is it just one time? No, just what's your order? Just what's your, what would you order? Oh, okay. If you, you, for you, you have to be hungover. You are hungover. Yeah. yeah. You are severely hungover. Oh, it would take a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I probably just, I actually, I couldn't tell you. Um... I quite like, I reckon KFC's better than McDonald's, personal opinion. Okay. And um, I'd probably get, well, it's actually hard because I quite like the chocolate ice cream milkshakes. Yeah, you love milkshakes. Oh, yeah, those yeah. are pretty mean. And that's definitely from McDonald's because yep. KFC yep. drops the ball when yeah, it comes no, to their they're, they're no drink really menu, eh? Yeah. Um, for that reason, I'll probably go McDonald's, get the chocolate milkshake, probably mm. extra large if that's possible. I have heard you try to order a veggie burger before at McDonald's, and it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Firstly, you stop for a chat, and you're like, oh, hey, how are you going? How's your day been? <laughs> this is a drive-through, eh? <laughs> and then you have no idea what you want, so you're like, while you're at the window, like, staring 
like going through the menu and you ask for something that they don't you ask for the one that they do at the different place what's the vegan burger that they do like impossible you ask for an impossible burger and they're like she's like we don't do that but you i think if you'd asked for a veggie burger you might have got one all right (laughs) i wasn't gonna interrupt (laughs) because I was flustered. (laughs) (laughs) What were you hitting on this check at the register or something? No, it was was a drive-thru. It was a drive-thru. Oh, so you were just talking to the speaker box and you were flustered. He was just so flustered because he didn't understand how to order at the (laughs) (laughs) drive-thru. What did I end up getting? It was like a a bagel burger. You definitely got a milkshake thing. And like a Oh, did you get like a BLT? I got an egg and there was a sausage patty or something on there. It got demolished, I'll be honest. Yeah, we were rough that day, though. I think I ate one French fry. <laughs> yeah, she looked at it and you're like, nah. <laughs> I don't know how people eat or drink creamy things. Like, you put away the most creamy, sweet things when you're hungover, and it couldn't, like, for me, that is the worst ever thing you could eat when you're hungover, like a sweet, creamy thing. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's very true. You just, you don't touch a thing, though, half the time when you're hungover. You might occasionally get back up in the afternoon. Like, in the afternoon, I'll, I'll have something in the afternoon, yeah. Sometimes you crave eggs. <laughs> yeah, I do like an egg. Yeah, if we're going out for breakfast, I'll have an egg. My, What's your McDonald's order? Um, yeah, I'd probably go McDonald's. I don't think I'd go KFC. Um, I used to go a Big Mac combo, Coke Zero, and now I'm go, I go a McChicken combo, Coke Zero, and with cheese on the burger. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, I learned that from Rochelle. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. What's the dig at the fillet of fish burger? Like everyone gives it shit. Is there a dig at it or is it? I think it's probably just yeah. It's just like the Crocs of the McDonald's world. Right, okay. Yeah, it's like that is not a cool <laughs> thing to order. Today's podcast is sponsored by Pepper and Me. Is your cooking bland and boring? Why not spice up your life with Pepper and Me's salts, sauces, rubs, crumbs, and sprinkles? Head to pepperandme.co.nz now and use code SHREESUCKS to get 10% off your order. That's code. That's that's pepperandme.co.nz and code Shree Sucks. C H E R I E S U C K S for ten percent off your order. I'm glad that you know how to spell my name. <laughs> that's well played. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll make that into an ad, eh? Okay. Do anyone got any dirty dishes for the week? I think I'm boring. Not yep. this week. We know that. Thanks. <laughs> can you go? Can you make more effort next week? <laughs> Well, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, this isn't really a dirty dishes, but I have to admit that I've got tickets to Ed Sheeran mm. and the Monster Trucks, and I actually don't know which one we're ex- more excited for. Is that so? Two events this weekend? Not this weekend. The Ed Sheeran's this weekend, oh. and then the Monster Trucks are next weekend. Wouldn't want to overdo it. No, I couldn't do two <laughs> events in one week. <laughs> well, that's good. Enjoy Ed Sheeran. He'll be he'll be good. Uh, Your list um, is good. I went to Fat Boy Slim. That's it. Those are clean dishes. Like a rogue. Oh, I wasn't a clean dish on that night. I was not a clean dish. Ah, I had such a good night. The chairs come out. I don't know what. I think it's because I didn't drink all last month, right? And then I had a glass, like first glass of prosecco. Walked into my birthday dinner, like twenty of my like favorite people on the planet just like sitting there, and I had one glass of prosecco, and I was like, right, (laughs) we're on. This is dangerous. <laughs> I didn't even think I ate anything. The, I was just so excited to you, see everyone. You had the look in your eye too. I did. Yeah. It instantly gave me the glint in my eye. Um, and then we went to karaoke and I just absolutely killed it at karaoke. And I've always gone, but I've never had the balls to do it. I always like have a few drinks, but I don't I don't know. I was just... What was your song? What was your song of choice? Elton. I started oh, yeah. with Elton. I guess that's why they call it the blues. And now that. 
and then I did um, Mr. Big to be with you. Right. Do you know that song? No. Everyone says I don't know it, but then you know it when it starts. How playing. does it go? I'm yeah. The one who oh right, okay. Be, be with you. you. Yes. Yeah. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, apparently, actually, the star of that karaoke was my dancing. George is like, you don't actually need to like dance when you're doing the <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> What? <laughs> Stop it. I was, I was on one. I had such a good night and I couldn't get a babysitter, so I made lawn babysit yeah, the kids. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I'll be home at 10. Yeah, try, I'll be home at 10. <laughs> I was not home at 10. <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried to leave multiple times. Yeah. I just, yeah, rubber arm. Yeah, rubber arm. I was having too much just fun. Looking. Too much fun. The karaoke closed at 10. <laughs> just escalated. Anyway, oh, I've also got a two hundred dollar fine for having no rego. Um, and I've had no rego for four months. Yeah, right. And no one told me, and I didn't know. Yeah, it was funny actually the other mm. day. Yeah, those are pretty good dirty dishes. Yeah, I think that was all. Fat Boysler was such a good concert. Like I didn't even really know who he is. Kat was like, "Should we go?" And I'm like, "Yeah, all right." Mum, mum was like, "Oh, babysit." I'm like, "Perfect. We're off to Fat Boy Slim." But it was such a good gig. Really enjoyed it. I quite like the outdoor ones because it's not too claustrophobic. claustrophobic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it didn't rain. Had a nice swim in the lake. That was beautiful. And Way to finish off the week. Mature crowd. Yes. Yeah, it's a big difference. Such though. a difference. Like everyone was kind of my age. We're like quite varied, but good. Just good. You know, no pushing, shoving, and you know, just nice. Good. Good, good yeah. crowd. Nice. Got any dirty dishes, Ken? I had a bit of a a few. We went out for dinner on the Friday and ended up having a few beers. And then I woke up on Saturday with a pretty sore neck, eh? Mm. Yeah. And then I was talking to Tom, my flatmate, because it was his leaving thing. Right. He's like out of town. So um, he said, yeah, do you remember Iguana wrestling last night? Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Lauren, have you seen it, Iguana wrestling? I think, I think I've seen like like a like a five second clip on a close friends at some point of a quite wrestling. It's so good. It's probably my favourite men's sport. <laughs> it is actually. A, it's, it's a sport. Especially though. your friends because they take their clothes off. <laughs> it's, it's like a, not just the shirts. Usually the shirts condition. come off, but like you guys get naked. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't naked. Tops did go off, yeah. but um, yeah, we were definitely um. So yeah, explain yeah, it for those. Uh, you know. Oh, okay. So you take your belt. Out of your drawers, out of your pants, and then you you tie it around your best friend's head. Right. You initiate the competition with a kiss. Oh, very, very, <laughs> and very then it's, smart. And it's the first one to pull the other person via the back of their head yep. and the belt over a, a line. line. So it's, it's like imaginary a imaginary tug of war dictated yeah. by the crowd. Right, right. So the belt doesn't go around your neck, it's literally around the top of your head. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Like so it just sits there and you've got to pull back. While not letting the belt. But you're on all fours. Oh, okay. So you're not stand, you're on the ground. Yeah, they look like, like an iguana. They look like, like an iguanas. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably up there with. I reckon it's probably the most popular sport in the world. <laughs> this fun the viewer. <laughs> <laughs> you should see me. I get so amped. I'm like, I'm just like when I'm real drunk, I'm like, oh, how about some iguana wrestling, boys? <laughs> <laughs> just throw it out there. <laughs> just just throw it out there. See if anyone catches. There was a video of me and Tom doing it on your little birthday reel, I think. Oh, is that where I've seen it? Oh, flash like a five second. Right, that's where I would have seen it. I have got some content I could find of the iguana wrestling. It'd be, can I overlay it on the video? It'd be I pretty hilarious. Like, yeah. All right. So that, um, yeah, you, it, it does it, it like, yeah, yeah, you wake up 
worth a pretty bloody sore neck, and you do regret it, but at the time, it is a good good lot of fun. Nice. Mm. Nice. So back off to the physio to fix your neck then. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Who were you wrestling with? Tom Willis. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Did you really and he's or? really, really good looking. Like, really gorgeous. <laughs> you would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's high praise from you. Yeah, I reckon he's a gorgeous looking human. Yeah, he is actually. Yeah. Yeah, so I better go check the physio. I love going to the physio. It's actually yeah. awesome. Why do you love the physio so much, Ken? <laughs> we just get along so well. Just get you know? along, eh? Yeah. 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 All right. We'll leave it there, eh? Do you want to sign off, Shree? Yeah, thank you for listening, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying our podcast. You know where to find us. Um, and, yeah, enjoy your code, discount code, Sharice Sucks. Thanks for listening to the Pepper and Me podcast, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're interested in any of the products that we're talking about, you'll find us at pepperandme.co.nz. 